0: This week on Out Now with Aaron and Abe, we're talking the platform.
1: Oh, Aaron, I think these buttons are stuck, the door won't close. Excuse me, I'm eating.
0: Wait a minute, I forgot my introduction. We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe, hello! Out Now is a film podcaster, and I discuss new movies weekly. Um, We're in a state of flux. Right now, we are well. We are talking about a new movie. Um, for this week's uh, kind of bonus episode here, we're still determining like how we're going to do, kind of uh, go forward, given the way things are right now with a lack of new theatrical movie releases, let alone open theaters in general. But for the time being, this week's episode we're focusing on the platform, a new film that's available now on Netflix. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the uh, plan for discussion for this week's episode. I will say right now, just to have a kind of a more all-encompassing conversation, we'll be, we will be talking spoilers for the platform, uh, so if you have not seen it, it's on Netflix, as I said. You can go watch it right now, or you can just keep enjoying anyway I guess, and watch the movie afterwards, or do whatever you want to do. Just saying, though. Spoilers ahead. Um, joining us to discuss the platform, we have, from Cal State Fullerton, he's got an eye for those snails. It's Professor Mike Dylan. Hello, friends. Mike, how are you doing?
2: I'm good. Just trying to stay sane during the quarantine. I'm glad to hear you guys are both healthy and safe.
1: You know it. Yeah, You're doing the best that we can here, same as out. anyone else, right? Uh, shout out to our healthcare professionals. Word, for sure. Shout out. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, we're um
0: that's the plan for this episode. It's going to be just a focus on a review of the platform. Then we have another thing that we're going to do afterwards that we'll get to, but um for now, yeah, there's not I mean in terms of show notes, iTunes reviews and ratings, of course. Uh, there's a lot of time to listen to podcasts, so you can tune into our silly show, listen to a lot of old episodes, and then uh, give us a rating on iTunes. That'd be great.
2: Thank you. Can I can I plug something off the bat? Sure. Sure. So with the with the lack of original content coming out, you're right. It's a great time to listen to podcasts, and I think you guys are doing a great thing for um, you know, just keep keeping at it and putting out original stuff for people to listen to. And that's I'm glad to be a part of it in this small way. That also aside, I wanted to point out to people there's something called the distributor film movement. They can go to a website called filmmovement.com and they are hosting virtual screenings of various indie films and international films that would have been playing at local art house theaters mm-hmm. before everything shut down. And part of the price of your ticket to stream a movie uh, goes toward helping one of these smaller theaters stay afloat. And they let you do a cool thing where you they let you designate which theater you want to support with each purchase so for your listeners who really value independent cinema, like I know the three of us really do, I uh, highly recommend checking this out, It's uh, you can go to filmmovement.com
0: well, very cool. cool, thank you for pointing yeah. that out
2: with all that said,
0: let's, uh, let's get to this review for The Platform
1: Hay tres clases de personas los de arriba los de abajo los que caen All
0: right, that should have been some of the trailer for The Platform. Set in some sort of future, Goring wakes up in a concrete cell with one other roommate, He's in a tower featuring two people on every floor. A platform travels from top to bottom, stopping for a couple minutes to feed each set of people. The food consists of whatever is left over from its previous stop. Every month, these people are randomly assigned to new levels within this tower. There are other rules, but this system works as both a prison and a way to self-manage oneself. That's about as good as a description I want to give right now as we get into it more, but Mike, what are your thoughts on the platform?
2: Uh, Great, high-concept film that Holds up maybe 75% of the way for me. Uh, okay. After that, it felt to me like a balloon that was slowly deflating on me. I think it works as a thriller. It's, it's we're going to get into the details, I'm sure, but it's really quite visceral and engaging. You know, based on the description you gave, I was really interested that nobody in this film is trying to escape. Like I love a good prison break movie, but that's not the direction they go in. Like in a sort of Snowpiercer style fight to the top movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have seemed a little more familiar and it's not about that right it's more about working within the system to make it more fair and that's actually I think, a fight to the bottom it, Well, yeah and i think that made the film a bit more unique and unpredictable which i enjoyed that said the last act of the film i don't want to jump ahead prematurely but it i felt it maybe gradually becomes a little too wrapped up in its own symbolism which you know we'll get into so let me just tease that for now but I do think the film kind of gradually kind of what wrote itself into a corner. All right. So I liked it. I didn't love it. Abe, where are you off the platform?
1: I I agree with Mike that it certainly has a lot of high concepts in it that I think are executed. Some of them executed better than others, uh, especially the thoughts of your own, your own uh, agency and how you can self-control yourself. But ultimately people are going to do what people are going to do. Very, interesting and the levels are are the neat aspects of the world that they've built here are cool but the rules are a little bit i guess unique in some regard it, 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 it sort of goes by the wayside a little bit later uh, like what Mike was saying too but as far as like the the whole entire like movie goes yeah it's it's an interesting think piece uh not as deep as I, I think that it needs to, uh, that it that it feels that that it's getting to um but i i sort of was tripped up by the same thing mike which was Oh well, I guess they're never gonna find out really what this is all about, or or what this is uh, like, why why they've decided to do this and that, and you sort of get glimpses of it in flashback. But overall, I think that it's a it's an okay movie. It's 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 aptly placed where it is, meaning like it's distributed off Netflix, and you can definitely see it on Netflix. But um, I would love to go into some of the spoilers as as things go along here. But yeah, on the whole, it's like. We uh, we're digging deep here, listeners. We're digging deep on these movies, and this is uh, certainly one of those ones that have just come out recently, so it's uh, it's okay. I, I like this movie quite a bit. I mean, I think we're on all the same
0: level in terms of like overall enjoyment of it, but I would rather just point out the things that really work, and I do think the setup and the kind of premise make it fascinating. The filmmaking makes it excel at what it's trying to do. And, I mean, asking questions of why just feel useless in the same way that they do for many films that are like this. I mean, Snowpiercer comes to mind, obviously, Cube. Like, There's a lot of movies that have done this kind of singular location matched with, you know, varying personalities that are of different classes or what have you. Like, I've seen this kind of move before. So seeing a new one like this, I was just more compelled by the execution, which I think was pretty strong. I mean, you have this one concrete, like, floor and... You know, through the magic of visual effects, it looks like it's a never-ending tower, but I mean, you're basically stuck in one place the entire movie. And so the way to kind of keep that interesting throughout by establishing its set of rules and then playing with how that functions for these characters, I found to be quite interesting. And I like the way it mixes things up as far as people being moved around to different floors and then new cellmates being assigned mm-hmm. and what have you. I thought, I thought all of that was, you know, for a movie like this, it's 90 minutes. Set Again, in one location, you have to keep that interesting, and I was never not interesting. I was often grossed out by things, especially at the beginning, when we get to the whole food aspect, which we haven't talked about, but I mean, uh, you know, aside from that, I was compelled to see like where this was going and does it go in a way that feels again kind of familiar yes but only because i've seen this kind of dystopian sci-fi film before um Mm -hmm. does it get wrapped up in its kind of messaging of course it does i mean that you need to have some kind of conclusion to this story so it's it's, it was less about being disappointed in the ending and more just being like okay that's kind of how i figured it would go based off what i've seen before but in terms of the movie delivering on its premise and making that very watchable i was all into it so
2: yeah right can point. i build off of um you know please they're 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 making really great use of what i'm sure is a very limited set design it's probably mm-hmm. just one maybe two sets of uh, vincenzo natali's uh cube which you alluded to does yes. the same thing and that's a really great conceit i mean they do little things subtle things sometimes not so subtle things like there are some rooms that have this red tint to them and they try to mix it up a little bit visually but What's great is that because, as you as you mentioned, so so there's a giant dead waiter style platform. And I I guess we learned pretty early on that you need to be at least above level 50 or thereabouts in order to, you know, be able to eat properly. And what's a great sort of bit of visual storytelling they do is that because the narrative is a bit episodic, because every month he wakes up, our hero wakes up on a different level often with a different cellmate because people keep dying. But once they've established the rules of the system and once we're familiar with the stakes, they do this smart thing where each time he wakes up in a new cell, the first thing he does is look over and we see what number we're on. Mm-hmm. And instant, instantly we know what that means um, mm-hmm. for his chances of survival. So that's a great bit of very economic um, visual storytelling, I think, that the film does really well. I agree. Yeah. And it's
0: it's one of the more... it's. It's kind of like terrifying because you're like, where are they going to be now? Like <laughs> in this moment, I'm going to know all I need to know about like this section of the film. And it, does, I mean, the film's what divided up into maybe four or five parts as far as that goes. Right. I mean, and, and it every time you're like, okay, <laughs> this is gonna, wh- where are we now? Because it's either going to mean good things or very bad things as far as what's going to follow from there.
1: And well, that is what keeps it interesting too, is like what you're saying, which is, hey, if there, if we, we were sort of given. The middle of the of the structure, and then you are given minutes of exposition, and then you are then just in the game, right? Um, so it's very fascinating to be like, okay, cool. Well, now he's waking up and he's like on level 101, and then it's like, oh wow, he made it to like level six, right? And it's very fascinating just to just be like, oh cool, well, we know what's in store for these people at these floors. Um, I think like once one of the other characters gets introduced, she's uh, a woman who I guess worked for the corporation and then decided to voluntarily go inside of the, what what would you call this? Like the, the tower, the, the platform. I call it the, uh, tower. It's or the some, tower. The tower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she, she voluntarily goes into the tower and she explained some things to, to the audience members. That I think that really helps shed a lot of light on, on the social strata uh, here. I mean, we already got a sense of it too, but I, I certainly like when she got in there because I, I could only take so much of, uh, of, um, Tir Magasi. it's like, he's cool, but he's also, like, super creepy. And at a certain point, I'm just like, okay, all right, I, I need to go find somebody else. And she was a nice little uh, reprieve from, from uh, his original cellmate. Obviously.
0: um, there's, <laughs> You jerk. <laughs> what did you guys think of the the, the the display of food? We get a lot of food work here, and, I mean, the, the concept is it starts off where everything's, you know, amazing because it's been freshly baked, cooked, whatever placed on this level platform yeah. yeah level zero and then as it goes down obviously people are eating it so we get to the moments where depending on what for you on there's not a lot of food left so we're watching a lot of people taking like chewed up stuff and what have you and i gotta say not many things like irk me in movies and this is one of them so like you know given that the film really has to establish it from the outset There was a good first 10 minutes here where I'm like, this is disgusting. (laughs) I was really like working hard to kind of keep invested while dealing with the fact that like uh, Teruagazi like grabbing like, you know, bones that have been chewed on already and other nasty stuff and whatnot. Like it was it it was a lot. But where are you guys? at? Yeah.
2: So wait, what's stuff I'm okay with just like the the wet mouth sounds of people chomping away or just the idea of like other people's leftovers. A combination of those things. Yes. Oh, so it was really eating at you, huh?
1: Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, i was okay with it i, I like the the sound design of it because i was like i don't think he's cracking through so many things but i, I like the that they have designed this um the things that did gross me out a little bit more which uh come up later are kind of like you know just the the mutilation scenes and i was like yeah this is a little rough here but um yeah i mean the concept of it is, is pretty neat, and you're right that I to your question of what it means and, and sort of what I thought about it, it's like, you know, I, I don't really know because there's a part where there's they have to go save a panna cotta cake, and they're just like, well, you know, we got to do this for, for the greater good. And I was like, is that the only thing? Like, this doesn't really bring to me anything, but who knows? Say that again? I'm sorry question so they have they have the they have the cake that they were talking about and i'm just curious if that was i know that they sort of had a, a dialogue with another cell member as they're progressing down the down the platform or down the building but i just never really put it all together i guess
2: well we should establish right so so our our what's his name goring yep he, he pairs up with a cellmate and they decide we're going to descend to the bottom and protect i mean they, they kind of decide this along the way we're going to protect this panna Cotta cake it's perfectly preserved and we're going to leave it alone and then send it up to the top as a message right and and i think maybe this is what you're saying i, I was confused as to what the final message they're sending upward is yeah you know like we, we're going to remain part of the system but it doesn't mean we have to like it yeah is that the message or it's like unclear to me what resistance itself is supposed to look like um within this sort of enclosed world that they're that they're building here
1: yeah for the cake specifically the the final thing that they do send up. are we in like full spoiler territory now yeah i mean i, I announced okay. it at the beginning of the episode yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yes okay <laughs> I mean, like we're <laughs> still dancing around, but the message that they do give like the things that i did like about this a lot were just like you know there's questions of hey how many floors are there it's like well you know there's 200 and as you go down there, you're like, no, there's actually like two hundred and fifty, and then there's like three hundred and thirty-three or three hundred and one or whatever. And I was like, Oh, this is this is really fascinating now. And I like the final message they have there of just uh, you know, his other cellmate, uh, the woman who had uh basically said there's there's nobody under sixteen here. and it's like, well, now that there is, so there's like this message here of like, hey, your system is flawed, um, and are you gonna do something about it? Which we don't get an answer to because the child we don't see the 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 ascension of the child, but still, there is um, an interesting message there of just like, hey, will you finally get it if people are killing themselves over stupid pieces of food here? Um, but your system well, that they're, you designed. They're killing, they're, they're not
0: killing themselves over, they want to survive somehow. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. And, you know, there, there's just, like, the, the the final thing I get, but the panna cotta cake, I didn't I didn't really get as much, so I'm, I'm there just, with you, are
0: Mike. You're just questioning, like, the cake itself, like, the specific, specifically the cake?
1: Yeah, specifically the cake.
0: I mean, I think it comes down to just how elaborate of a dish that is, so the idea of, you know, not touching that whatsoever, despite how tempting that may be for something that has so much effort put into it to begin with, sending that back up is the best they can do given what very limited you know kind of availability they have to do anything else that's the best thing they can do to like say hey guys we don't need your fucking cake like we can you can you can have it take it back we're better than this you can make the the best looking cake possible we're not taking it i mean i, I
1: it would have been it, yeah
0: i don't think it's going for anything much deeper than that i mean i i think it's pretty i i think the message is pretty I think, you're, I think you might be wanting to look to more layers than what it really is, which is just something fairly straightforward as far as, no, we're not taking this cake. You can, you have it. Yeah. We're better than this. I mean, it, despite it how, reminds me despite of our ridiculous like... situation that we're in, <laughs> where we're fighting over scraps and eating all this stuff, we're not taking your cake, man. Yeah. <laughs> you can shove it.
1: <laughs> you shove it, right. I, I I definitely like the whole entire notion of... um we won't stand for like what Mike was saying too. And like what you're saying, I think that the, you mentioned that it's a 90 minute movie. So it's fairly breezy. It's kind of dense, but fairly breezy. And this reminds me of something like, like, I just watched enemy recently with like a bunch of my friends because they were like, Hey, we're bored during this uh, shelter in place. So let's watch enemy. I was like, are you guys sure you want to watch enemy? It's like, it's not the most like, it's not the most like popcorn friendly movie, but still what my gripes are with enemy. And there's not a huge amount. It's just that, there's a lot of ideas in Enemy, but they don't have enough time to breathe or they don't give enough time to breathe. And sort of same thing with this movie. Because, um, like, you know, they mentioned Don Quixote. They mentioned all these other abstract things. You know, he mentions that he likes escargot. And then he gets called Snail. And then there's so many other things and layers, too. It's like, I just don't know if, like, they they were... They probably meant something with the panna cotta cake, for sure. Like, it probably has a lot of meaning to it. I just never really discerned it um, within the 90 minutes.
2: Yeah, I think... So what 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 they end up settling on is we need to establish there's another character who's pretty significant is this woman who is always she's kind of feral and and unhinged and she's always riding the platform down and the rumor out there is that she's out there looking for her child but but and then we have the the prisoner who is volunteering to be there after having worked for the system itself and she mm-hmm. you know, and she says no 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 we never. Uh, what in, imprison anybody who's uh, under 16 or, or right. whatever right. it is. And so that brings up this question of, well, is this woman insane or is she lying? What's going on? But then it turns out they make it all the way to the bottom, Uh like all the way to the bottom. And it does, the, the film does have this sort of reveal that a lot of these types of movies do cube does as well, which is that the structure ends up being impossibly larger than anybody actually imagined, which is kind of a nice reveal, but they go down and Like, how is this girl, they find a young girl, how is she alive even without, like, if she's not being shuffled around like the others, right? And so it's, it's really unclear when she becomes the symbol they're looking for. They send her back up to the top. And I get it, like, it's obviously some metaphor for hope for future generations or whatnot. um, Because the entire movie's premise is, you know, for us to understand um, when we don't take proper care of each other, we lose sight of the most vulnerable among us, right? And so having a child there is an obvious, uh, if maybe a bit lazy bit of symbolism, but it, it's just ultimately not clear to me what an act of resistance actually looks like in a world that has rules within an, a closed ecosystem of the prison. But they keep making allusions to a world that's still spinning outside of that system, uh-huh. and I start to wonder like how deep the rot really goes because there is a society at work. How much of society outside the prison has collapsed to the point at which this thing is even going on? That's kind of a weird, murky area for me that I didn't quite understand.
0: I mean, this and to like to bring back something for one thing, we mentioned Cube a number of times. I don't actually like Cube very much. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. it's visually inventive, but I do think it it ultimately kind of misses like how it's really trying to go for its overall message. What I think this is actually better than Cube. Um, I'd say the same about Saw exactly as well, um, but. I, I mean the questions you're asking like, like they're valid questions i think it, it it, when you start to get into the mechanics of this world it's like it's useless like the film wants to show you exactly what it wants to show you and like trying to evaluate how like the girl can survive at the very bottom of this thing does it, it ultimately doesn't matter the same way it doesn't matter how this platform like floats to begin with or how there's a building that's 333 floors like this and functions the way it does like i mean there's the film's not going to show you those things. I mean, and I mean, the if we were we to get answers, it would come in some like you know sequel, much like Cube has that goes exactly into those things. And guess what? That's going to be worse than this movie is. You're not going to you're not going to like those answers. I mean, they're not going to be satisfying at all. They're just going to be like, all right, yeah, and then what? And you just get like really bad plot. I, well, yeah, that, I mean that i'm not I, that's that's not to, that's not to like throw away any chance of like it's it's not fair to evaluate this movie this way that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying like the concerns that i have they kind of they they move away from like how something's possible when a film is already presenting this kind of not magical realism but this kind of fantastical premise that already doesn't make sense to begin with
2: but i think that might be giving it a bit of a pass because the movie's working on two registers one is as a genre thriller and then one as, is a sort of more symbolic, as, as an allegory with a really simple concept, which is mm-hmm. it's an effective one, but it's still pretty simple, which is that, you know, the higher up you are the social ladder, the more you get to live lavishly, mm-hmm. the lower you are in status, the harder it is to survive. And the key to that is that understanding that the lavish lo- lifestyles uh, enjoyed by the upper classes has a direct impact on what table scraps remain to be distributed among the the less fortunate so the consumption of the privileged has a direct negative impact on those less fortunate that's the basic premise of the movie yeah but the more it leans into that symbolism and that's the direction it decides to go the more kind of opaque and it's it's ambiguities which are inherently fine become just kind of vague and mushy to me that's where i think the movie is juggling two different registers and they just don't quite nail the landing at the end, I think.
0: And that's completely fair. Yeah. And I'm not and saying, I'm not, I'm, saying it gives it a, I'm not saying it gives it a pass. I'm not trying to give it a pass. I'm just saying like I, there's something I can accept in this as far as getting that. It, yeah, it's this grimy, you know, low lower budget film that's trying to do a certain thing. Is it like entirely successful? Is this a new, you know, a new classic for the world? No, I'm not saying that. I don't think this movie's perfect. If it was perfect, it would handle those things better. But I for what it's trying to do. Yeah, I again, I agree with you guys. It's I find I find it mostly successful, not entirely successful, because of mm-hmm. the things that you're saying. But I it I'm just I'm not gonna rest on not having a better understanding of how much it wants to play with ambiguity and you know versus spelling out like what it's exactly trying to do. Is does that make yeah. the film weak? Does that film make the does that make the film lesser? Sure, but I i just I'm not gonna emphasize that over the things that I like. I guess is the best way I can put it.
1: That's totally fair. I mean, again, it's, it's, it's an okay movie. I think Mike and I are, are pretty much on the same page as well. I'm, I definitely, I think that we're all on the same page. I think that Mike and I just have maybe some more questions about it that it doesn't matter if like, if it needed, I'm not going to watch a sequel of it. And I'm, I definitely didn't think that I needed to have like, uh, some expository positions in it. Um, but, you know, it's weird because, uh we're we're finally getting into like the whole entire like is netflix doing like distributing some interesting contents like we're finally getting into some of those well, things a little more directly
2: they, they acquired this movie i mean this, they acquired it this okay. touring festivals, so. yeah. you know what's interesting good, though good job. Uh, yeah what's interesting is that um is how accidentally timely this release is because uh-huh. the, what the movie really does have on its mind is the idea that if everyone would just take what they needed and kept the needs of others in mind, we would all be fine. And how absolutely topical this ended up being, um, as we see people hoarding toilet paper and masks, even though there are people out there who need them far more than you do. You know, if everyone co-op, the, the entire sort of conceit of the film is that if everyone cooperated, then it wouldn't matter what level you're on because it's the same amount of food each time, right? And and right. yet we, we don't. And so actually I actually a question for you guys, which is, do you think the film is ultimately proposing kind of a communal or socialistic vision or is the film ultimately kind of nihilistic in how unconvinced it appears that people are actually going to
1: start doing the right thing i think it's i think it's both more heavily on the latter than it is on the former because they do mention the whole entire aspect of i think like what's his face uh Magasi, he's just like socialism isn't gonna work uh and then you know they they to your point earlier they get to like the the action beat to it and i was like this feels like a different movie and i'm down with it but it definitely feels like a different movie where you're just like Hey guys, we've got to send this message and let's all like try and work together here. But it is, it is like a sad state of affairs because, you know, you do get that. There's multiple instances of this examples of, you know, people were like, Hey, if you guys just chill out and let's all just like eat our portion they're like, man, fuck you. Like I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And it's like, this is exactly like what you said. It's apropos to the times right now because it's like, I'm going to do whatever I want to do or however I need to do to survive. It's like, yeah, but now you have like 36 gallons of milk that you have to drink in like two weeks.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's uh doesn't he say it, what's his name again? Tamagotchi? Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: Trima- Trimagasi. Trimagasi. Uh,
2: yeah. He says at one point as he's like noshing away and making Aaron nauseous, he's uh he says like, what are you, a communist? Num nom 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 nom, right? So <laughs> there is this sense that our our main character, uh, he's he's obviously meant to be some kind of like progressive liberal figure, right? He's well educated. He, he, he brought Don Quixote and so on. And so I guess the central question of the film, like the main stakes are whether this main character is going to continue fighting for the equitable society that he knows to be fair and to be morally correct, or whether he will abandon those principles and descend into savagery in order to survive. And the film does kind of have it both ways by having him resort to cannibalism, but then also redeem himself at the end.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Although I, I was unclear what he's doing there. He's getting a diploma. Yes. it was like a fast track to get
0: somewhere he, he, else he want, in life. Yeah, he wants to get a diploma so he can, you know, do whatever yeah. he wants to do from a, you know, is a it, successful it's like business a, economic standpoint.
2: Is it like a Starship Troopers thing where service guarantees <laughs> citizenship? Well, I mean, it could
0: have been. If you're putting yourself into a scenario where there's a tower of food and you have to survive for six months, it seems like he has some kind of like necessity of doing this as opposed to. I don't know, working hard and order to getting a diploma some other way.
1: It would have been fascinating if, like, you know, the, the uh, being at the top was also a giant spider, but neither here nor there. Quick question for you guys. Um, if you guys were to go into this place, uh, what would you bring with you? It seems like they have a lot of varying different, different – that's tools a, things that,
0: that's another really exciting aspect that i love seeing throughout this movie the different things people brought like one guy had a surfboard i was like why <laughs> <laughs>
1: it, was, it was like a lawn board it was like 12 yeah. feet long it's
0: <laughs> like why? the things to have <laughs> like, like, I, I'm, I'm sure
1: it's meaningful to you but some, <laughs> some guy brought like thirty thousand dollars in cash and then like uh-huh. threw it all down Is weird. weird
0: there, there was well, a lot so of interesting items of-
2: <laughs> like, what are the rules? I, I'd say I'd like to bring music, but I'm not clear what's allowed. Like, can you bring an MP3 player, but then also a battery source? Or is that two items? That's two yes. items. Two items.
0: Yeah. Can you bring yeah.
2: a gun? Yeah. Can you bring a gun, or do the bullets count separately? There was there they, a gun, well,
0: I believe there were guns, weren't there? there I don't swords. know if there was
1: guns. Yeah, there was a guy with a samurai sword. Okay. I would just bring Abe. <laughs> oh, that's was that two people, or is that one person? Or just you. I'm gonna start with your legs. Oh, you're gonna eat me. Got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, where would you guys rate this? Hold on. There was more I wanted to say.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, please. Um, I want. There was a point you made that I wanted to back up to.
1: Uh, well, what was I gonna say? Don Quixote, communism, uh, people being ferociously in it for themselves. Thirty-six gallons of milk.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean. And were, Reagan. Okay. You were talking about the the cake, the you know the the cake. As far as like the Panacotta Cake, as far as there being like yeah. some meaning to it, like yeah, I'm sure as far as like the director's vision is to like why this specific thing, I'm sure there's some underlying thing that he knows about this cake and its history or it's you know what it means to this society specifically or what have like there's a any number of things. In the same way that all the characters have very specific names chosen for them that all mean something, like there's but, there's plenty. But that's of mean- what Mike and I are saying is like I, there's just
1: like not enough room for
0: it to no, breathe to tell I, us these hold things on. or to hold to on give us we, uh, hold on. I I'm not saying that the I, what I'm saying though is that like. Any number of films have those things. The Matrix is a huge yeah. example of that, like having people named Neo and Morpheus or the Nebuchadnezzar for the ship. All of those mean things. There's never any description of those things, though. Like it just—it's just ways to add to the realm that the filmmaker wants to establish in the world that you can look up later and be like, "Oh, that's a neat little fact," or what have you. Yeah, I, I, I. I, I don't disagree. I know, and I,
2: I just... that's the, a heavier message
0: movie, though. Capital M message movie. There's a heavy message in The Matrix. I mean, there's, like, it's not... I, again, it also takes
1: on three different movies, and, like, they're all, like, two and a half hours lines. It's, like, much more filled out.
0: I get... I understand that. And I was, I'm saying, for a film like this, it's not, like, it's not going for much outside of what it can do yeah. based off its budget. It's still a chance for like these writers, these directors to be like, all right, like you know, we, maybe we don't make another movie again. Maybe whatever. Like we're just, we can still like insert a number of little cool nods and stuff to things that we appreciate that happen to do with the the, the themes and structure of this film. It doesn't necessarily need to add anything as far as what the secret meaning behind Trimagasi is. But hey, it's in there. Mm-hmm. If you want to look up what tremagasi means, you can find it. It's very easy. Like it's just, it's a yeah. it's a number of ways to kind of just expand on something without having to. Go into incredible detail about it. I just those are things. Those are the kinds of things that I appreciate, as opposed to want to knock because I didn't like have some kind of fuller explanation
1: yeah. for. And the way they made SR go, pretty good. Like you know, they put like that nice butter sauce on it. It's pretty accurate. I mean, that's what I like about the
0: direction of this film. It's, it's clear that if they wanted to like show you a, just a, a really interesting film about like the cooking, they know he knows how to do that. Like it seems like <laughs> I, I look forward to what he what the director. What, I'm saying the director. Galder dreams of what sushi. Golder, what what got to tell you, Erutia, like what he does next, because clearly like he has, he has vision. He knows how to like make these scenes work together as far as either grossing you out or, you know, finding, you know, a good way to depict food like that skill is there so it's like mm-hmm. if this is a fun test run or if this is you know the culmination of doing a lot of work to get to this point you know good on him because i do think it, it's a good looking movie like as disgusting yeah. as it can be as far as eating the leftovers go like it's still a good looking movie it does it it does its job
1: mike yeah. i just want to add that i guess that the woman brought a dog so i guess you could bring me with you i guess that would count it as your one item
2: yeah that's that's <laughs> what i'm saying um okay Desperate times. The so I'm going to try to make an attempt to maybe square this. I don't want to call yeah. it disagreement, but this question of like what aspects of the film to take more seriously than others. And I think Aaron's right that you know even though this is a world with seeming seemingly with rules, there are some that just don't really matter. They're they're not um, they're more easily dismissed. Like how does this platform work? You know what what is the actual is the supernatural on some level or is there some futuristic technology also like how many levels are there um you know how how do you actually foster uh an egalitarian perspective in people when it's ultimately a mystery just how many levels there are and how many of them are even occupied right like how, how how are you supposed to know how much you're allowed to eat when you don't know how many people are actually there so those are like those are like the kind of questions that are kind of they they nag at me a bit but i don't think they ultimately matter what i do think matters more and it bugs me more is Where the film gets a little bit confusing, the more I try to understand the immediate logic of like what is actually being proposed here in terms of its symbolic messaging. So the example I have for this is level zero. Mm -hmm. I guess it's level zero, which is the top level. And it actually took me a while to figure out, oh, the levels go down one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what you guys made of those scenes, because like level zero, which is where they make all the really fantastic food. That's like the elite. Right. Those are the people who run everything and basically basically control the economy of this prison system. Yeah, that that's where it doesn't really mesh with more traditional critiques of capitalism for me, which is that capitalism produces a societal division between the labor class and the elite or what Marx would call the bourgeoisie in which the economic benefits move disproportionately upward off of the labor of the working class and that's what makes it ultimately an exploitative and inequitable system and that seems to be more consistent with the work and labor going on in the kitchens upstairs which we don't really get a glimpse into like i was really curious what's going on there what are the dynamics on level zero instead what you have is that they seem to be controlling everything but the only labor of production that we see going on is on level zero and everything beneath it that we see is just consumers who are mm-hmm. not feeding back into the circuitry in any visible way. And that's where I think the metaphor against capitalism and, and inequity really starts to break down for me. I just like the, the more material they present within the world of the film, the more murky it gets.
0: I mean, um, I, I, I think the, I mean the film, I don't disagree. The film is wobbly as far as where it's trying to necessarily stand, but I do think it's trying to be a critique of capitalism and of socialism. I mean, I th- I think it's all, I think it's all there, and it's the kind of thing similar to us, where regardless of how you know the viewer takes it away, it seems like the filmmakers have a they understand the inner workings of what they're trying to do, and if whether or not they're successful in doing that for the viewer, that's on them but i do think like if you like point blank asked them like what this is supposed to mean and they were willing to give you that information they would have that answer is if the film is successful in doing that not entirely i agree with that but i, I don't think the film is without an understanding of what it's going after if that makes sense
1: yeah I, I definitely hear what you guys are both saying so well one thing i did like is that what's
2: key to the messaging here uh, about the need to share and look out for each other and recognize a shared predicament is that who's at the top and who's at the bottom is utterly arbitrary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Now I feel like if they if they made a bunch of uh, cheap ass sequels like they do with Cube, like they're going to reveal that it's actually <laughs> not, it's not it's not arbitrary. There's actually like people who are controlling who goes where and selling. Oh
0: yeah, you'll see like who's watching
1: in the security cameras and all this or whatnot. Like it was, I mean, you didn't see the woman in the fur coat in the third floor. So, but. So, what's central to the film's nihilism, I think, that
2: which makes it gritty and interesting is that the people who are at the bottom who you would think would have a new sense of empathy and understanding uh, based on having been at the bottom and having scraped by, but no, when it's their turn at the top, they're just as selfish and inhumane. right? And so there's just no sense of um of learned experience. It's really just every man for himself. and that that kind of brutal Darwinism of the film, I think is is interesting. Yeah, it's, it's also interesting, it's, not just interesting narratively, but it's it's a pretty central um, aspect of what the film is criticizing and in terms of how we fail to um, rise to the challenge of looking after each other in, in situations like this.
0: Well, yeah, and I, th- I think depending on how how much your sense of cynicism factors into you know your own worldview and what you expect, it's not entirely wrong as far as depicting it that way. I, I, it's easier to relate to that these days than it might be in another time. Um which I think is sad, but I, I don't think it's on accident either. I, I think I mean, I think the, the film has is making some very direct statements whether or not I can appreciate or understand every single one of them. I, I do think it's it's putting it right out there for you. Yeah. you you mentioned the number of floors in this film, by the way, and you now it's like unch- I mean it, it seems like it's established that there's three hundred and thirty three floors. What I like about that is that I mean or find interesting about that, at least is that's very deliberately. You know, half of six six six. I don't think that's not, not misplaced. I, I think there's there's a reasoning behind do, having that number of floors and what that could you know be a tell of. But, uh,
1: yeah, totally. And again, I think there's just a lot of like cool nuanced things that if you spend the time to look up, you probably find a lot more meaning and value out of it.
2: Also, level three 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 is it doesn't look like all the other levels, right? It's like an actual supernatural hellscape of of some kind. I mean doesn't he die at the end metaphorically isn't that the metaphorically
1: uh, yeah. yeah your journey's over yeah that's the best way to put it
2: yeah. uh question about the old man yes
0: the uh, best was, actor in the movie by the way i, I need to say this yeah, i think that performance obviously? is the best one.
2: Yeah, obviously yes yeah. he's fantastic um was he a murderous psychopath from the beginning or did he learn to become one as a means to survive in the prison
0: i think he's the kind of guy that just needed that slight push over the edge Like, I don't think he necessarily was a murderer. I don't think, he like, outside of this, beyond the thing that got him in here to begin with, I don't think he was going around stabbing people, but I do think it didn't take a lot to really get him to that point.
1: Yeah, he's no tougher grace in Predators. (laughs) Except that example. (laughs) You you are. are. Why why are you here? I don't know, I was just a doctor. And they're like, oh, I I love killing my patients. I was like, all right, tougher grace.
2: Well, because it's interesting to me, because Goring is, you know, because the film is so... um, you know, I don't know, just kind of weighed down by its own symbolism in places. And Goring is this sort of liberal do-gooder who does not know how naive he's being when he signs up for this. Um, And in contrast to that, the old man, he's also in there because he's dissatisfied with society, right? Like, isn't his story that he finally snaps because he's tired of being manipulated by television infomercials? So yeah, essentially, yes, you <laughs> got the, the window and hit somebody. That's how, that's why he's in prison to begin with. So like in his own way, he's a victim of or at least he perceives that he is a victim of a consumer society run amok. And the fact that he brings a knife that he bought off of a television commercial okay, and it's now weird. using it, he's now using it as his means of surviving in the prison. Seems like its own little fuck you to the system that I found really <laughs> interesting. I mean, the system let him have it.
1: Uh, it cuts knife like air cuts through butter like whatever. It's cuts like anyway, cuts through
0: knife. butter like whatever.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's the great selling point.
0: Um, I just had a question. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, for Goring to like sign up for this, what do you what do, like do you think the ads are like for this? Like what what like what pre understanding do you think he had as far as like. I mean, six months doesn't seem that bad. What am I getting like? Do you, like how it's wild like, hey, you? You,
1: do you want a free bed and free food every day? You like, got it over at, you know. Like Tower Prison, RS? Exactly. Like. It's probably called something much, much more sweet. But <laughs> Tower Prison, nobody would go there.
2: Yeah, I, this is, I wasn't sure whether this is a Spanish thing where you can get a credited diploma or if this was meant to be some kind of satirical something or other. I, I thought maybe it would have been cleaner or more. Just easier to understand if he was like an undercover journalist who wanted to expose what goes on in the prison which is shrouded in secrecy which would be very like shock corridor um I mean, or, would that
0: make that much of a difference like if the character was a journalist, i mean you'd get into the scenario like what would be added
2: not really but in a, in a movie that's so rife with symbolism about people's actions and who's in the prison for what reason um not fully understanding what it is he's doing there and what he intends to get out of it seemed a little, um,
0: well, we got that though. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's very simple, but I mean, it's there. It's like, the, the guy. <laughs> guy, the guy. And
1: it evolves over time, I guess like it evolves in, it evolves into, wow, I've got to now write the wrongs here. And, you know, to your point, does it come in as a, as a, as a, you know, what would be termed a liberal elite or whatever the case is like a, a, a An educated person that's like okay well you know society's going to figure it out for himself and then he realizes that okay well when the chips are down he goes joker it's like if chips are down people are going to fight for themselves and then he realizes he's got to be a catalyst for change like there's a lot of symbols that you take out of it You basically decide whatever you wanted to be honest like what his character is
0: i think that's part of it that he's a blank slate but also the kind of person i mean an investigative journalist i think has the same kind of intention as you know, educated man trying to get a degree. I mean, the, the same kind of psychological set, like he's he's in that in that mind space where he's going to, you know, it's going to evolve over time because, yes, he's going from kind of this higher up place to a point as far as his intellectualism and being moved downward as far as what actions he's forced to take to, you know, contend with the position, you know, the situation he's being put in. I don't think there's too much of a difference there as far as what, like, occupation he has beforehand. As long as he's not – if he's, if he's like, some wealthy beyond-his-dreams guy, who's like, oh, my God, how'd I get – like, that's different. Like, there's something <laughs> to do with that. But, I mean, I think as far, as far as, like, you know, progressive man who, you know, is smart enough to understand things, you know, there's not too much, like,
2: right. ability well, there. Yeah, the key distinction is not, you know, whether he's an academic or whether he's a, a – <clears throat> or a journalist or whatever. The key thing is that he volunteered – yeah. To be there as opposed to the other prisoners, right? And so, that's key. Um, for a while, I just told myself maybe he just wanted a quiet place to read Don Quixote. That's why he was volunteering. Well, that's what he cause... joked about, right? He that's wanted probably to quit what it is.
0: One... He yeah. wanted to quit smoking, read the you book, and then get the and get the
1: uh get the degree at the end. Yeah. And it all worked out.
0: <laughs> exactly
1: <He> as planned. <laughs> <laughs> well, where would you guys rate this movie? When, well, when should people see it? Watch it. It's
0: there. It's, it's it's intriguing. It's exciting. It's something original. I I I liked it quite a bit. Yeah.
1: Um.
2: Mike.
1: Yeah. I, I I'd give it a look. Um. I think it's a. Is this the director's first film? No. He he directed like another uh movie as well. It's called uh, La Casa del Lago, which is the House of Lago. Yeah, the House of Lago. No, it's basically uh, just like the glass coffin.
2: Yeah. I think. Um. Yeah. Watch it uh if we go the direction of cube and there's just a bunch of uh lowbrow sequels to this like back in the straight to video days then no thanks but i i'm intrigued by what this guy does next i think i'll perk up when i hear he's got a new film especially is, if it's also high concept this is his first feature length film his other two films are shorts Right. yeah oh i think it's a solid first film i think i think cube is a solid there first i think cube is a solid first film it's got a lot of problems, especially with its actors. But like he's gone on to do interesting things, and I think uh, I, I hope the same for this guy.
0: No, I completely agree. I don't yeah. like, I don't hate Cube. It's just more like it doesn't quite add up to me. But yeah, I appreciate it in the same way. Like I mentioned, Saw. I, I like James Wan. I like James Wan and Lee Wan a lot, based off of mm-hmm. Saw. I just didn't like the movie overall. And look at them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> doing great things. they are doing okay. <laughs> yeah, they're doing great. Well, I want to pivot to you uh, to I guess we're going to call these the this the additional shelter in place. Well, what would you say?
0: What, what would you say about them?
1: Oh, it's it's I already said it in early. It's, it's a Netflix movie. It's it's on Netflix. That's kind of where it, it is placed in me. So Netflix.
2: Oh, uh, but, one last thing. Yeah. We, uh, I think just coincidentally, we've talked several times when, when I come on about films that use these sort of planar structures as metaphors, like we talked about Parasite, we talked about Us, which you mentioned earlier. So uh, movies with the kind of ups and downs being these allegorical manifestations of privilege and inequity. And so I don't know if that was your intention behind your invitation for me to be on today, but it's, I, it's very welcome that we're expanding on these themes yet again, I just wanted to say that's exactly what
1: we had in mind
0: i haven't i haven't not thought about the fact that a lot of the films <laughs> you come on share a through line and i do enjoy that
1: it's it, 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 also might be coincidental
0: it makes sense to me that around the time you texted me something i had just watched this movie and i was like this would be pretty great for you to watch and enjoy with this i feel like you'd have something
1: to say about this movie so mike's got to, uh, something to say about every movie is that right mike Every movie. <laughs> uh, let's shift now. We're shifting into the uh, the closeout of this show, but essentially for the most part, uh, we're going to be talking about some shelter-in-place watch movies. Uh, this week, the theme is movies that have to deal with isolation. And uh, for the listeners here who are sheltering in place, washing their hands, and uh, staying six feet apart whenever they're going outside, um, are there some movies that you guys enjoy about some characters that uh, stay isolated? Aaron? I wrote down a few
0: just in case others have the yeah. same ones as me. So I want Mike to go first. Mike, what's your what's the first Mike. movie you thought of?
2: <clears throat> so I, I do have a point of clarification though. I was a little unclear if you meant sort of like existential isolation, like in a taxi driver kind of way, or I took actual... it both. I took it both ways, honestly. Okay, I have, so we can, I have, I have and, movies that
0: apply to like both. Yes, yeah, so yeah. kind of a mental level and as a physical level.
2: <laughs> okay, so I've got a bunch myself. Should I do one and then go back and forth? No, just list of all of them. Um, okay, so
1: Zombievers.
2: Okay. Watch it with a most excellent friend if
1: you got one. Um, we've done done a review of that show or of that movie on this, on the show.
2: I I was thinking about movies where people are stranded, and so I really like, um, this
1: Robert Redford film
2: called All Is Lost, where he's out, uh, on a broken boat. Yep. Gravity comes to mind. Uh, the original Swept Away comes to mind. Life of Pi comes to mind. Hitchcock's Lifeboat, I really enjoy as one of his Mm -hmm. lesser-known films. And I've got a bunch more, but I'll end with uh, Eight Below. Eight Below? It's not people who are stranded, my friend. It's Huskies. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: the the Paul Walker film. The Frank Marshall Paul Walker film. Great film. (laughs) It's a movie.
1: It it, it is a movie.
0: (laughs) The dogs don't talk, so it had points there.
1: (laughs) But they weren't animated either, so is that more points for you? Oh, it's always more points, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Harrison Ford somewhere is grumbling. He knows that we're talking about him and his movie. Uh, Aaron, did you have some movies that, that you'd recommend to the listeners? The movie yeah. theme of isolation? Oh, yeah. I got a
0: few here. First is Moon. Uh, Moon was the first one I thought uh-huh. of when you asked this question. It was Sam Rockwell. It's a great movie. Yeah, it very much deals with the idea of being uh, so far isolated that um, it might you know, help to talk to oneself, which becomes more literal than you might expect. Um, the Diving Bell and the Butterfly was the other one that I thought of right away um nice. as far as on a yeah on a more mental level because while the film is wonderfully shot and impressively made and directed by julian schnabel um the concept of being locked in which is what this character this based on a real person is going through like he's he's mentally completely fine but he cannot like move his body outside of blinking one eye mm-hmm. and it's that's an insane premise that i never want to think about happening to myself like that's just too much for me to handle yet this it's movie a great book is. too I'm sure it is. I, I yeah. I I hope at some point I have a chance to read that book. Maybe yeah. during all this self isolation going on. But um no, the movie is spectacular as far as the kind of visualization of that, it's shot by um uh, Jean Duscaminski too. Um mm-hmm. so yeah. those two are like the main ones I thought of. The other ones I listed out: 127 Hours, uh, Solaris, Repulsion, Pie, The Conversation, Touching the Void, uh, Memento, The Red Turtle, and Groundhog Day.
1: Groundhog Day is, is Groundhog one day. that I seem to experience. Too, it's too real now. <laughs> Same thing's happening every day here. I'm just well, catching a kid uh, falling out of a tree. Some guy's calling me, you know, uh, from my name down the street. It's it's too real. <laughs> Ned! Wrong. Yeah. Uh, they Was he in a Super Bowl commercial where they basically re, recreated the whole thing? It was pretty great. They redid it, yeah, with Stephen Tobolowski in there. Yeah, Bing! Tobolowski. <laughs> Uh, two movies that I thought of. Uh, one of them to really hammer home that uh, sometimes being in self-isolation might be a little bit weird, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, you know, you can build all the puzzles. You can have all these, like, fun, rewatchable movies. But, you know, try, try and get outside. Uh, six feet away, though. And the other one, obviously, is uh, Castaway because uh, when's the last time that, uh, you know, you were on a deserted island for four or five years? Uh, probably never. But, hey, if Tom Hanks can do it, and also, you know, seemingly recover from, from COVID nineteen. Uh, you know, gives gives me some hope.
0: You know who hates Castaway? Who anthropologists? <laughs> they they <laughs> really dislike Castaway. <laughs> is
1: there is their main reason?
0: Uh, they don't. Uh, uh, they think Zemeckis is really trying to pull from Robin, Robinson Crusoe for obvious reasons, but they think he completely misses the mark on what Robinson Crusoe did accurately versus how Tom Hanks and uh, that kind of version of the story goes about its business. I,
1: I mean, I will, I will be on their side when it comes to like dentistry and using ice skates, because seems kind of large, but <laughs>
2: you, know, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. What 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 do anthropologists have to say about this as opposed to, like, survivalists?
0: Honestly, it's been years years since I was, like, really specifically <laughs> dealing with this. I just remember that being a notable thing. But,
2: what, do, uh, what does FedEx say about it is my question. They're, FedEx loves it. Like, no, you U, know,
0: UP, UPS turned them down because they didn't like the idea of them being involved in the plane crash. FedEx took it, and their business, like, soared
1: because of it. Uh, also, FedEx, they deliver, apparently, you know, even after four years. So there you go. What can Brown do for you? Not that.
2: Wasn't there an you, old joke that
1: he finally delivers
2: that one package that he doesn't want to open because it kind of keeps keeps him g- gives him a sense of purpose. Yeah. And he delivers it, and she opens it, and it's like a satellite phone and a flare gun. Yes. <laughs>
0: That's the joke answer that Zemeckis that was, gives. Yeah, that was like whenever, the meme. Yeah. Whenever no, that's that's what Zemeckis says just to like mess with people because it doesn't you know doesn't matter. But his answer is yeah, it's a satellite
1: phone. Satellite. <laughs> with, with like a <laughs>
0: unlimited battery or whatever. Like it does it's solar. It's a solar powered
1: waterproof phone. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes the most sense. Well, that was uh that was short third place movies that you can watch uh with the theme of isolation. We'll be back next week again with probably some more uh themes and different topics. But um thanks for all the uh, thanks for listening to those movies guys.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, it was fun to kind of think of a small list or what have you. I have a couple um, more
2: that uh, I had on my list. Suit. Uh, so Buried with Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds? Yeah. Uh three colors blue with Juliet Binoche. Blue, I yeah,
0: blue with yeah, I thought of that one.
2: And uh John Carpenter's the thing.
1: Yeah, too too scary for me right now.
0: <laughs> I was trying to like keep it to like one fo- central character. That's why I didn't like do some of the blue's a good one though. Um but like the thing, I was like, well, there's like eight of them. <laughs> so <it's like> a...
2: <laughs> <laughs> but they're isolated together. Well, it's, it's, yeah, in, eight term, of yeah them. in terms of like the yeah. overall
0: theme, sure. I was, I, I'm not criticizing. I'm just like pointing out my logic. Like, <laughs> I was trying to choose like ones that are like specifically focused on like one guy dealing
1: one with a character. thing. One character. Yeah. That was, that was my, my well, to be honest, I mean, I it does get to one character dealing with a thing in the thing, but oh, it gets maybe, two. Characters. Maybe two. It gets yeah. a two.
0: It gets Childs yeah. and Mcready.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, great. Yeah. All right. Um,
0: well yeah that's uh that's been the episode covering the platform along with our bonus isolation question i guess we can wrap it up that's gonna do it uh, for this week's episode about now there and dave you can find more of my work my personal bob the everything i do ends up over there i'm writing uh i'm writing reviews at we live entertainment still i'm getting a lot of screener links and what have you and some i'm doing some retro stuff so i'm putting together every week a kind of uh, a compilation list of the various films that i've seen that are available on like netflix or st- various streaming services or vod uh, so that's on We Live Entertainment. I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4.
1: Abe? Uh, find more sponsor over my Instagram, Abe.moa and Twitter account waller smooth, Hashtag SamuraiSword. <laughs> Mike Dillon, maybe, anything else you want to plug? Uh, No.
2: No, just to <laughs> reiterate, uh, filmmovement.com. Check it out.
0: All right. You can find all the other episodes about Now with and on iTunes, Audio Boom, Spotify, and Stitcher. should LED, SoundCloud, or Protomatic. Email us at outnowpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your
1: favorite films that involve the theme of isolation. Yeah, characters or the theme. Yeah, you know, people, like, just being uh, by, uh, by themselves in a little uh, attic, you know, never to be found. I like got dark. Um, yeah. are right on Facebook, well, <laughs> facebook.com slash outnowpodcast or twitter.com slash now underscore podcast.
0: And, of course, our Instagram page, instagram.com slash underscore podcast as well. Uh, Mike, thank you very much for joining us this week. Thank you, Mike. Bye, guys. Stay safe. Yeah you too and uh, yeah that's gonna do it for this week's bonus episode uh, we'll uh, we, if we announce something of what we're gonna do next week we'll, I'll let you know but mm-hmm. for now just expect more stuff to come down the line so until next time so long
1: and wash your hands goodbye
0: Stormtrooper swarm. The Death Star's more than the devilish dawn. It's where evil and the Force manifest their form. It's no good without bad and no night without warm. It's relativity, balance, stability. It's creativity, talents, ability. Rocker, shift the modes of the wizard and the warrior. Hip hop up and move to strike like a lawyer. Quick to be like fuck a rapper after what I'm after. Friendly, how you front but behind me, talking backwards. Basically, I'm down the bill, but stay ready for battle. Plus, most of Goyem, oh, uh, oh, I mean cattle. The catalyst, never rock the mic in vain. Energy ain't created or destroyed, it's changed. The dilated people hit you with the big bang. And theories that the red shit couldn't explain. Black war. Respect to perfect the art form, and times of battle where rapper the rappers get their hearts
1: torn. Yo,
2: yo, hey, yo the platform takes respect to perfect the art form, and times of battle where rapper rappers get their hearts torn. Cause when I step off, and step back on to say you'll never catch me preaching what I'm not practicing.